The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Is your wallet a little lighter than usual after the holiday season? Consider it money well spent, because you deserve to live your best life, and the Chime Checking Account wants to help you live yours to the fullest. A little extra money goes a long way, which is why the Chime Checking Account has tons of benefits that millions of members love, like fee-free overdraft up to $200 for eligible members, no monthly fees, and access to over 60,000 easy-to-find and fee-free ATMs. You even get paid up to two days early with direct deposit, all while managing your money on the go, including sending and receiving money fee-free with friends that aren't even on Chime. Sign up for Chime today for you and your wallet. Get started at Chime.com goals 24. That's Chime.com goals 24. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Access to direct deposits up to two days early depends on the timing of the submission of the payment file from the payer. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal fees may apply. At that point, mentally, I was in this place of still darkness because we had just freshly come off the failed IVF attempt. And I was like, we we need to do something. I need mm-hmm. to get my mind off of it. Like, we need to do something um, to pass time and to kind of embrace the season that we're in. Yeah. So that's when we started looking at TikTok and Seeing like funny things like, okay, let's let's try to do this and see, yeah. you know, what happens. Never underestimate the power of yeah. laughter. And it's like while people were laughing at us, I was starting to get my laugh back, even in that moment of it's hard right now, but mm-hmm. I know I'm helping other people, but just as much it was helping me in the mm-hmm. same Love is a treasure chest, but once opened, our hearts become vulnerable. I I went back to Vegas. It was the sky. He appeared as a friend. Sure enough, it led to infidelity. Alignment can't be ignored. We talked about certain topics as far as having kids. She didn't want to have kids. Um, And that was one of the red flags. And I know you desire marriage. So I think it's best you move on with your life. What you do, Lisa, what you do? I told him, okay. (laughs) She didn't ask me why. I knew several other women's bodies better than I knew my own. I've, I watched their videos of them having sex, so I would try to imitate that. No discussion is off limits. Dear Future Wifey Podcast brings healing. You inspire us to try God a little bit more. Up through this platform, I have realized that it's possible. It's possible to love again. The conversations have really helped me to change my perspective on relationships. Season 7 is all about tough topics. I'm Lateris R. Winfield, and welcome to the Dear Future Wifey Podcast. Welcome to the Dear Future Wifey Podcast. I'm your host, Lateris R. Winfield. Listen, are you still shacking up with us? If you're still shacking up with us, can we get a commitment? Hit that subscription button and subscribe. Make sure you turn on your notification bell so you'll be notified about upcoming episodes. Can I just say happy Thanksgiving? Happy Thanksgiving. This is a season to be thankful. I mean, and truthfully speaking, every day should be a day that we show thanks. But the nation stops on this day to show our thankfulness and our gratitude. Hopefully you are embracing your families, uh, showing love, and um, just embracing the, the reason for this season. Well, today's episode, 
when I, you know, I do pre-interviews with people and I did a quick pre-interview with this couple and they almost made me just break down crying and just me asking them questions. I almost caught, got myself caught up and I said, let me wait, let me wait until we do this episode and then we can just go ahead and unpack this. So if y'all see me crying through this episode, hey, it is what it is. You've seen this couple, you've seen their viral videos, you laughed at it, you probably said, it ain't no way they're going to accomplish that challenge. And uh, most of the time they don't, they just don't. They, they don't. So without further ado, welcome to Dear Future Wifey Podcast. My new homies, Hope and Kadero Watson. How y'all doing? Thank you. Thank you for having us. We are good. Man, let me tell y'all something. It's interesting that y'all, what made y'all start doing that? What made y'all start doing these videos? Y'all see these people doing these challenges and y'all just crazy enough to go try to do it. We are crazy enough to do it. Why? So you, you started Kadero? It's funny because if you... In our comments, most people think, oh, you got a good man. He fooled with your shenanigans. But really, it's me that be like, a good woman. look at yeah. this. <laughs> we should try. I just want to put you on a wall and see if I can hold you up. <laughs> <part>. <laughs> my own part. strength. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's, I'm, I'm goofy at nature. Yeah. I'm silly at nature. But. Thank God I got one that can ride with it. <laughs> what you, what? Now, I don't ride with all of them, though. So so he showed you some stuff you like, I ain't doing Absolutely. Give me an not. example. Um, there's Oh, the one, um, she's like upside down. I have I would have my feet on her yeah. and her head's towards the ground. Oh, yeah. So you're on your back. I'm, yeah. And, and, I'm then, on, and I put like, my like feet up and he would hold her up. Yeah. yeah. She was like, nah, because if, if my, I slip if I my head. If my neck. Goes to the side. I have a daughter. Like I, I, I gotta I, live. I, I have to I live. live. And that's that's what I keep telling them. I have to live. Has there ever been any little stunts? Because that's what pretty much they are. There stunts are. that y'all yeah. done that it just didn't end well. Oh, yeah, she kicked was... me one time. One First time she of, yeah, you. it wasn't my idea. Um, one of his. What happened? What was it? What was the little thing? I had to. Uh, she's like dancing, and I pick her up and spin her. Yeah. So she's now upside down, and then she like does this little wave. But when I spun her, her knee, boom, right on my head. Yeah. I literally had this, like, not. knot. <laughs> so we did a video, Definitely and I was like, knot. look at this yeah. big old knot on my big head. Old big big knot. old knot. kicked the mess out of me. So you yeah. spin her around I in there. <laughs> he asked to do it. I did. I mean. I did. So, so you was able to hold her up. You didn't drop her. Didn't you drop just got kicked. Yeah. Even as yeah. she kicked you, you didn't drop her. I didn't yeah. drop her. I said, let's hurry up and speed up this video before it starts yeah. getting bigger and bigger. <laughs> So if they didn't see yeah. us a couple of days, yeah. that was the reason why. Because I wasn't going to show that I had this yeah, knot. Yeah. The ice pad. <laughs> yeah. So That's when y'all nice. start, how long have y'all been doing those skits? Uh, Ooh, three three years. years. So 2020. So really, it we had a page, but it was like that cute, oh, we're going out on date nights. Here's the food we're eating. Yeah. But when COVID hit and I was and I was working at home and we're looking at each other like. All day. They got bored. Oh, all day. So, yeah. yeah. Like. <laughs> I love Bonded. you, but man, I'm used to, to going to work. Yeah. <laughs> and it was one of them things like, yeah. we got to do something. Something. So TikTok was our best friend. Yeah. And we was. We literally saw something and we were like, oh, this seems easy enough. Like, yeah. we can do this, right? Mm -hmm. And so I was like, hey, you know, let's try past time or whatever. And so we posted it and we got a little response. And it was like 5,000 views. And yeah. We were like, oh, we were like, oh Like, oh. we didn't make it, right? How many people did y'all, how many followers did y'all have at that Probably time? Like Probably like 300. <laughs> The 5,000 huge. Yeah. We got 300. Yeah, it was. was it was big. But it was the comments that started coming in that were like, oh, my gosh, like this made me laugh after mm -hmm. a long day or a hard day or depression or things like that. And I was like, hey, we may be on to something like something. why not spread joy? You know, so we just 
started rolling with it, it and it just started growing. And, and growing. so we had this one video um, that it was like the Sierra video. Remember the promise video? And she has the uh, the, the, the microphone bro. And yeah. she's like the microphone moves and it looks oh, like yeah, she, yeah, yeah. so we reenact that and it's, I'm I'm holding this broom yeah, and as she's going broom. I'm tilting the broom and then I like hold her up as she leans forward and then we both get on the wall and we do that part where they like grooving on the wall. <laughs> well, that thing goes viral. The shade throws it up and it was like oh snap! And yeah. we went from like at that time we maybe had like maybe. 15, 20,000. Yeah, and, and we shot up to like, to like 50 to yeah. 75,000 real quick. Overnight. Oh, yeah, overnight. <laughs> like, I think we literally broke Instagram. Like, we could not get into our account. We broke our we account for yeah, sure. Yeah, we, we couldn't comment. Like, things were just weird. And I was yeah. like, I for don't how think. how long? We were off for like, like four days. Yeah. yeah. Y'all couldn't even y'all couldn't, couldn't do, couldn't, comment, couldn't do anything. do anything. I felt so bad because I was like, this is funny. I want to write back. But it was like broken. Like, yeah. I don't even know what happened. Yeah. It was yeah, so when the shade room posted, how many did y'all look and see how many views that got? Oh, it was it was at least I think it probably was like over a hundred million yeah. on there. It yeah. was wild. It was crazy. it was something wild. And I, we had people calling us like, I saw you on the shade yeah. room. Oh my gosh, I yeah, like, it, it was, was weird. Of, so man. that was during the pandemic. That was during pandemic. the pandemic. Yeah, that was. And so that was kind of the start. So then, you know, years go by. We did a couple of different interviews. Yeah. We got about to 100,000 in a year. Yeah. Um, on TikTok. On Instagram. Instagram. So y'all doing TikTok and Instagram. Instagram yep. So which count has the biggest following? Instagram, Instagram right now. So Instagram, how many do you have? Uh, 331,000. And, uh, and then TikTok has what? Uh, 162,000. That's good. That's uh -huh. good. Yeah. Have y'all started doing brand deals or anything? We have. We have. So that was one of the first things that, because we didn't realize, like, yeah. that's what we're doing. Yeah. Our fields were not in that. Like, she was in administration. I was, yeah. uh, I worked in college athletics. It was just like, okay. And this is before NLI and people yeah. were getting yeah. those deals. So we got a, a a brand that reached out and was like, yeah, we want to pay you uh, some high five figures to, and we was like, you guys, I went running real? around that apartment that we were in. <laughs> the first thing was like, okay, because they asked for our rates. So we were like, oh, uh, well, yeah, I don't want this to be too yeah, much. Y'all were talking about a thousand dollars. Right, right, right. Hey, Bobby ain't gonna do it for a thousand. They like, I know. They be like, oh, we gonna give you twenty five thousand. He's like, y'all lie, y'all, y'all lie, y'all, y'all for real. Then we gonna like, hi, you know, the old negotiation. Let's go ten thousand high and trust this case. We did it. It was like we can meet you here. All right, sign the papers. So, what do we sign? And it was just like when you got that money, it was so unreal, huh? So unreal. It was unreal. Y'all just gave me half my exactly, exactly. You like, like let's do more videos, right? Yeah. right. Let's do more videos. Let's. Yeah. But at the end of the day, what we saw was um, God being displayed in our marriage, right? Yeah. At the end of the day, what our marriage is as a reflection of God's love, right. and the number of people is like, man, I I feel the authenticity of your love. I feel that you guys, your chemistry is real. It's not yeah. the fake things that they're like, turn on the camera. Hey, I love my wife. Yeah. yeah. No, this turn is it off, real. Be like, yeah, go right. to your room, go to our room. We both sleep in a separate bed. Exactly. Right. It was real. And so we was like, this is, this is what's changing lives yeah. because somebody can say, I can have hope again in relationship. Pun intended hope. <laughs> there it is. And, and I can I can try again, or yeah. I want I want to try love again, or I want love. Yeah. Um. And so that's the that's the uh, kind of our our motivation every day to be like, why not have fun? 
Right. These videos came at a very pivotal time, and we're going to unpack that a little later. But we're going to start back on how did you guys meet? (laughs) Man, we have known each other since middle school. Yeah. Middle middle school. school. Seventh grade. Um, now I would say this, I knew her in middle school. That she would word. say she did not know who I was. In middle school. <laughs> she, said, she said, I wasn't around. checking for you. I was not <laughs> checking for you at that time. Well, she wasn't yeah. checking for me. Funny thing. And why, why I think God is so funny is we like officially met my ninth grade year, her 10th grade year in high school. Yeah. And we had, well, you got your older woman. You got your little. <laughs> you know, <it's> <laughs> always looking up. Looking you know, up. I mean, you know what I'm saying? You know, <laughs> right. Right, right, right. But we met in theater class. So oh, here we are. Okay, y'all yeah, theater. Okay. We, well, I don't know if we theater. We just, that was our elective. That we <laughs> there was one we had to check off the box. <laughs> you know, there was nothing else left. It was like theater, let's theater. go. But see, no. see, me and Rihanna, we have a theater background. I used to tour yeah. shows across the country as a playwright, director, mm-hmm. producer. Yeah. Uh, Rihanna is a, a fabulous, I would just say award-winning actress. She's, she's the bomb. It. That's my technical Love director it. over there. <laughs> so she Love is it. dope, dope, dope. Uh, but so y'all was just using it as an elective to, get, an elective. to get the easy yeah. Yeah, get that yeah. easy A. Um, yeah. And then, like, that friendship blossomed from there. And the funny yeah. thing is, she had this this young man that used to, like, follow her around. And I just tried to be, you know, a good friend. And he wanted to take her to homecoming. I was like, oh, sorry, bro. She can't go with you because she's going with me. Yeah. And she was just like. And you never, said, you never said it to her. Huh? No. She didn't know. No, I was just trying to be helpful. But the <laughs> way. Look. But the way I was relieved, I said, yeah. <laughs> right, because I did not want to that the guy. And it just started from and there. Started from we there. Went. Yeah, and we, we actually, actually went. went even though when we went, she had a boyfriend at the time. Oh, 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 so we had already established we were going to homecoming, mm-hmm. right? And this was early on. And so this guy had asked me out and I was like, well, I was like, I already have a date to homecoming. But if you cool with that, like, I'm going to go with him because I'm not going to break my commitment. And he was cool. But I and will still say we got the homecoming until and we, we dancing. Home- we used to have these pillars in our, our cafeteria. All I could see is his brother like this. Lurking. <laughs> lurking hard. He was lurking. Yeah. Hey, get your you man. Get your man. He is all in our But I will say about two days later, we broke it <laughs> off. We broke it off. Yeah, oh, it I, I, could, I couldn't see that coming. You I, could, just, I couldn't. It's very I'm, random. It was very random. You I don't see why he would break up with you. A long relationship is about two weeks. That's right. <laughs> and so that's when we started dating. We lasted about a month. We lasted. See, that a was good month. Yeah, that was long. That was long. That was long. Twenty years. Yeah. Until we broke it off. And then funny thing is, when we broke up, we didn't speak to each other. We may have said hi, but we didn't speak to for like another year to have. Oh, y'all mad, mad, huh? Yes. Y'all broke. Y'all broke up. It was like I don't even. Yeah, we We would see each other. We would say hello, but we we was doing our own thing until. Uh, her friend and my friend wanted to go to prom together, and yeah. we hooked them up, and so we started talking again. Yeah. Um, and that was my junior year. Her senior year, she graduated. I'm going into my senior year. And this is <laughs> funny because we just put up a post about this not too long ago. Oh, yeah, yeah. She calls me up, and uh, she was like, what you doing? This is summertime. We really hadn't talked. She calls me out of the blue and was like, hey, how you doing? I was like, oh, I'm good. How are you? Yeah. Um, good. I was just seeing if you're doing anything today. I was like, nah, what's up? She's like, maybe we can go to lunch. I said, all right, well, 
about TGF Fridays. Yeah. There it is. <laughs> and I was like, she's like, cool. Yeah. And it was like this that, that list that came out, like I, yeah. I think Fridays would have been on that list. Man, but yeah. look, that's that, that was my spot. And so yeah. this so this is your senior This is you going into your I was senior, going into my senior yeah. year. Graduating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And were you planning on going to college or anything? No, I went straight to work. And so yeah. y'all, and this is in Chicago? This is in Virginia, Virginia. Richmond, Virginia. So y'all lived in Virginia before uh-huh. y'all migrated to Chicago. Yeah. yeah. So y'all was in Richmond, Virginia. Yep. He said, all right. So then y'all went out to TGI Fridays. Mm-hmm. And then what happened? I feel like the rest was history. Yeah. Like, we just started we that out. summer. We just, I was always at his house. Like, <laughs> bright early in the morning, <laughs> late at night. There was just sitting in the parking, like in the, the driveway, driveway, just yep. talking. I mean, that whole summer, it was just us, yep. like, just doing... And so then he went to like, a senior year, had a whole girlfriend. Had a whole girlfriend. Had a whole girlfriend. Yep, had a whole girlfriend went senior to college, year. And had then a whole I went girlfriend. to college and had a whole girlfriend. And Ooh. it's funny now, because my, my, my boys from college would be like, man, you was married, like, when we... That's what I'm about to say. <laughs> yeah. they'd be like, bro, we'd be walking down the, you know, down the, the street, and we like, where could there? He two, two feet back. Talking, talking on the phone, me. talking about what up, house you won't be. So that was it. That was our life. What up, hope you won't be. So that was me because I knew, like, I had someone special. And I think that moment I really knew, um, and I I had a relationship with guy. Like, we probably wasn't on, like, no. all the way, like, oh, yeah, we, no, you know, I mean, college, no, I know, like, no, homos like, were doing what yeah, the homos yeah, was, was doing, doing what they did. But <laughs> I had a relationship, and I remember I, I played football, and I hurt my knee, and she came up. And she like just took care of me during so that time. You still stayed local when you was playing. I mean, uh, I, was, I was four hours away. I was in Pennsylvania, um, but she used to come up every weekend. Just I hope to, you was up there. You was over there. Yeah, my degree uh, when he got his degree because I was almost <laughs> yeah, yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, honorary degree because I was there every weekend. Yep, yep. yep. <laughs> but For yeah, those four years. Four, four years, years. Yeah. And my going into my senior year, I, I proposed. Like I knew, I proposed. You proposed in I proposed college in before college. you. I didn't know what I was going to be doing. So you're 21 years old. At the I, time. I was 20. 20. Yeah, 20. I was 20. So did your parents say, hold on, you're moving too fast. What are you doing? Mm-hmm. Take your time. Get your career established. Then come back. Women will always be there. Son, mm-hmm. what are you doing? Did you ever have those conversations? My mom, I remember we recently talked about this uh-huh. with my mom. was like we were sitting on on the, it was all of us. And she used to say this like, you know, I encourage my kids, you know, Date a little bit, yep. you know, because there's a lot of people mm-hmm. out there and you want to know what you you want to make sure you know what's out there and right. who's what and what you really want. Yeah. Um, And that was I definitely heard her. Um, But I also ha- I was probably this hopeless romantic because yeah. I saw my parents actually mm-hmm. who were celebrated 43 years, 44 years. And they known each other since second, second grade. grade. Yeah. Um. And so I think she was speaking from experience because yeah. she was what she got married at eighteen. Like they was eighteen, oh, nineteen. Real? Mm-hmm. And so it was like I hear you, but there's this in me that's like, nah, this is the one. This is this is the woman that's gonna push purpose in me. This is woman that's gonna talk to me and be like, you tripping, and I'm gonna stay with you, but you tripping. And so I know I needed that. Because if I wasn't with her in that time, you talking about a dude that probably swat, uh, you know, spreading them wild oats yeah, everywhere. Yeah. Because I had her, there was this this she was like that guard for me. So it, it, it didn't make you feel like you were being 
uh, confined at that young age. You didn't make you go, well, I got her, but I'm going to get me a little old cuddle buddy at the campus. You didn't get there, no little no, cuddle there was, there was times where, and it, it came out where it's like, there's my, there, I know that girl and dance parties. Yeah. I was dancing all up on that. Right. Well, and this is how God works because <laughs> Facebook was out then, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. And a picture started floating around. And I said, wait a minute, this picture looked rate, like my he, man. He overgyrating on right, somebody? Right, right, I would tell I said, on myself. He, he would tell on himself. I said, buddy, what is this? What, what you doing? <laughs> yeah, what you what doing? You doing? I see you. I mean, part of me, like, now, I'm like, okay, I get it. Like, yeah. it was college. Yeah. Like, but back then, I was like, oh, you, you going crazy. I was mad, right? Yeah. Ready to make another trip up in. Yeah. Ross, <laughs> you got that honorary degree. Yeah. <laughs> but I know. But, I mean, it 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 is what it, what it I was. I had the same <laughs> speech with my... Um, my daughter and my son-in-law, mm. uh, they just got married last December, mm. and they met seventh grade. And oh, wow. they actually started really getting—they met seventh grade, but I wasn't letting you date nobody at that age. Right. But then her senior year, then that's when they really started getting official, and they mm. went to college together whatnot. They went to the same college, and I drove them up there and dropped them off. But it was the same thing. I said—I told my daughter, man, date other folks. Like, yeah. go, go do this. She's like— why would I know what I want? This right. is everything I want. I said, but right. you don't even know that yet. Like yeah. you, you can't possibly know that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And I realized that she was a whole lot more wiser than I was mm -hmm. at that age. Mm -hmm. Is that when you know, you know, I had the same speech with him. Man, listen, bro. Like, yeah. to date some other folks. Mm -hmm. Like who tells mm -hmm. somebody to go date some other, somebody yeah. else with yeah. their daughter? Because I'm saying at the end of the day, I don't want you investing so much at this young age and then you get a major heartbreak at 22 because y'all been only investing in each other at the age of 18. And mm -hmm. now you feel like you're married to that person. You know, you're making life decisions, going to college with this person and right. all that. Uh, um, and then you experience this big heartbreak like y'all were married. I'm saying right. y'all young, treat it as young. Let mm -hmm. it just be a little kitty relationship. <laughs> but... Shoot, unbeknownst to me, hey, yeah. they was like, this is where I'm at. I don't want yeah. nobody else. We want each other. It is what it is. And they got married last year okay. uh, at the age of 27 or something. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So it's it's that reality. So when I listen to people like y'all, I get encouragement because I'm saying everybody's love story is different. Yeah. It's interesting that your parents were also trying to encourage you to date other people when they, in fact, their love story was they met in the second grade. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yep. What about your family? So my parents got divorced my senior year, uh, but they they had been together, I think, up until that point for about 20-something years. Yeah, close to um, But it was always that thing that like, I knew what I wanted. And it, it for me, it was like, why keep searching if I know that this is my guy? That's what my daughter told and me. And so it's like, I knew that. And I knew, like, like he stated, like, he was pushing me towards purpose as well. Like, if it's working and it's good and I feel like God is telling me, like, he's the one, like, why keep looking? So. But did y'all did consider it purpose back then? Did y'all know it? You just like, they just pushing me to be on my grind or they motivating me to do what? What was the frame, the framework that he was pushing you towards? Because that's a saying that we say now, hindsight being 2020. Right. But what was it then? He was just trying to tell you to get a better job? But like, what, what, <laughs> what was it? No, it was encouragement. Like, we did go to the same church. Um, so there was times like I was the minister of music and he would help like our pastor with like certain things. And he's like, you know, have you been reading your word or like, um, and like we said, like 
there's been times where we have fallen off for right. sure. But back then it was like, what are you doing to get better or to get deeper in the word? Or like he would say how, that. Yeah. He would make sure he loved the way I took notes, like in class. I mean, not class in, in, church. in church. And he was like, are you going back or are you writing music? Or are you doing this or that? And so it was kind of like he was pushing me always to do better than what I thought that I could do in that moment. So you sing? I did. You just don't sing no more. I haven't. Your divorce don't really. work no more. <laughs> <laughs> that's another topic. Yeah, that's another podcast. She uh, sings. Back she then, can I sing. did sing. It's been a while because we've since Virginia, we've lived in a lot of states um, for his job, and so there's been a lot of moving and haven't really been like in the church or like anything like that. So I haven't really had to sing in church. Um, but yeah, one day he'll come back. We, come we back. often have this conversation. Yeah, <laughs> he'll come back one day. <laughs> and so he was pushing you towards that. And why was it important for you to have a girlfriend, a woman that you were seeing as, you know, desiring for her to be rooted in the word like that? I think for me, it was one of those things where, you know, God calls for your wife to be that help. Um, he calls me to be, you know, have that vision. But within that vision, there's going to be times where, I I need to know God in my hearing from you. Mm. So if I now need somebody that helpmate to say can go into the into their prayer cards and be like, oh yeah, you hearing from God. That was what I needed. Because there are gonna be those times as a man where I don't feel like I'm doing it right. Or I'm not, I, I don't feel like I'm worthy enough. And so for me to have someone else rooting the word to affirm me, know my love language to say, nah, you, you hearing from God just fine. Let's keep going. Let's keep doing this. Mm -hmm. That's when I, I knew that. And it was, I think it was so good that we were in the same church and around the word early because at that young age, I already knew that. Yeah. Um, and so now we're just, we're just stacking, you know, we've stacking on that foundation that we created with God and with yeah. each other. And now we, now I already know every day that she got my back. Yeah. She's, that she's a ride or die. So going into your senior year of college, you said, I'm going to propose to this woman. I did. Mm -hmm. Why? Why? Why so soon? So young? Why can't you wait? At least I'm going to graduate and then mm -hmm. I'm going to do that. Why was it important to be engaged going into your senior year? It was one of those things I know, honestly, circumstance too. Like, you know, back in the day, it was like, oh, you, you're not shacking up. We're going to yep. do it. And it was like, I'm a, I'm a graduate college and we're going to, I'm going to leave. There's no way I'm leaving at that time, Virginia, and I'm not going without this girl. Um, and so it was one of those things like wherever I'm going, I need her with me. She's going to be there to make sure I'm good, make sure, make our house into a home. Mm -hmm. um, so it was one of those things. It was it. I don't regret it at all. And it was one of the easiest things we did. And I actually did it in front of my mailbox because mm -hmm. that's where I asked her to be my girlfriend. Yeah. And it was like, this is the place I'm going to propose. Like, and it was one of those things It was when I did it, I think she was just more in shock of like, oh, we're doing this now. huh? Yeah. And she knew it, it was going to happen. She, I think she had a dream. I had dreams about it. Like up until the moment I had dreams that Kadera would propose. So but when it wasn't I, in front of the mailbox, was it? Nah, it wasn't in front of the mailbox. <laughs> Was not in front of the mailbox. Your dreams need to be a, a little bit more elaborate. <laughs> right, right, right. 
No, but, but yeah. But that's what's so beautiful about the simplicity of it. Mm-hmm. Like just the, how did you feel in that moment? It was it was refreshing, I think, because we had just left a service and our pastor was talking about starting over and like rededicating and all that stuff. And that was when we looked at each other and Kadera was talking about he wanted to start new with me and like, you know, build and, and go further. And it was one of those things he gave that speech and I was like, yeah, I'm going with you. And it was so smooth the way he did it because he had already given me a promise ring, like one of our first year, I think, of mm-hmm. dating. And so he was like, yeah, I just want to take your your promise ring, clean it up a little bit and represent it back to you as we start new and start over. And when he presented it, it was the engagement ring. And so I was, I, I don't think I said yes for like a good she five was minutes. Straight shock. I was like in straight shock. But like, I knew it was coming. But when he took me to the mailbox, I wasn't expecting that to be the the location. But uh, yeah, it. I loved it though, because it was just the two of us. I never wanted it to be a big deal, like in front of people. So it's like, him knowing that and taking me there was special. Let me tell y'all something. I'm going to tell you what's so interesting about the story. I've been wanting to have my my daughter and my son-in-law on the podcast, but she's <laughs> extremely private. But that's exactly how their thing went. Really? Yes. He, oh, he had wow. given her a promise ring, but uh, she had lost it. And so he went to the mall to get another one. Mm-hmm. And then when he gave her the 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 new promise ring, he was just like, this is the real thing. I want to, you know, will you marry me? Yeah. You know, and I was just like, wow. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And it wasn't about the dollar amount nope. of it. It was about nope. the intention about it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. it's interesting how God works because, like I said, I wanted them to come on the podcast, share their story, and then here y'all are, like a mirrored <laughs> image of it. And wow. um, just it's just it just blows my mind. And so, what did your parents say? What did your mom say? I love this about Kadero because he actually asked my parents, and he was actually over. He did a program called Semester at Sea, so he had he was going around the world or whatever. And he had emailed. I think you emailed I my dad. dad. Yeah. And we had just went to my house. Oh, one. you did a whole semester doing that. Uh huh. So how did y'all weather that in a relationship? Ooh, a lot of praying. <laughs> A lot of praying because yeah. I get an email. Oh, we just left Carnival in Brazil, and I'm like, I know what Carnival in Brazil look like, and I'm in my prayer closet praying that God be a shield over you. <laughs> oh boy, it was it was it was hard. I'm was not gonna hard. lie, because yeah. especially time difference. Like there'd be times like he'd want to call, but he'd know like I'm asleep, or mm-hmm. you know I'd wake up and he's asleep and. It was trying. Y'all but, been through some stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But um it was it was good though. It was good time apart, good time to reflect and and know that like that's what we wanted, like by the time he came back. But that was his yeah. senior year? That was, that was my your junior, junior year. year. So I came back in May of my junior year and I proposed in, in June. June. Yeah. <sighs> mm-hmm. Yeah. <sighs> so you saw the world and still wasn't enamored by the options. You said my heart is back there in Portsmouth, Virginia. <laughs> that's that that's yeah. that's 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 where my heart is. That's yeah. where that. And so uh your mom said what about hey, uh she gave you the blessing, right? Did you mm-hmm. talk to her dad? I did talk to her dad. And what did um, dad say? He was one of like, hey, I would love to chat more about it. Yeah. Um, and talk make sure you guys know like the implications and the importance of this type of decision. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, you have my blessing. Yeah. Yeah. Propose. Now here you are, what, 22? You're 21 I at this 21. time? You're 20. Yeah. 
when 21, we got engaged. 20, yeah. yeah, when we got engaged. Yeah, yeah. 20, yeah. 21. 20 and 21. And so how long did y'all stay engaged before y'all got married? A year. It was a year. A year. A year. So y'all knew that. Once you got engaged, you said, are we going to be married? When I graduate high school, mm -hmm. uh, when I graduate college, I'm, we get married. Mm -hmm. Yep. And we had planned on a December wedding in 2009. And then he said he got accepted into a program at uh, University of Oklahoma. And he was like, but they're calling me to be there in June. And I said, so what are we doing? Like, <laughs> I said, I'm not moving without well, we a marriage, a wedding, you know, or... And so we moved up the wedding to June of mm -hmm. 20, 2009, 2009. Mm -hmm. and then a week later, we moved, moved out. a week later. Yeah. So we, that was still a year? It was a still yeah, a year engagement? June, June 1st, 2008. Oh, yeah, June. Yeah. I, yeah, June 1st. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you trying to wait a year and a half. And then yeah. Here now. In one year. She said, I'm not following you I'm to a whole not. other state. Nope. And we're going to be shacking up. Right. Tell yeah. I said it's important. <laughs> Stop shacking up with us. Hit that subscription <laughs> button and subscribe. I love it. <laughs> You got to make a commitment. Uh -huh. And so um, so never did you feel any pressure? No. Because this is what you want to do. This is what I wanted to do. And so now y'all moved to Oklahoma. And what was the job that you were doing? I was a graduate assistant. Oh, Lord. So that was the, the grunt work. Just whatever you were asked to do, you did it. <laughs> and it yeah. was, and then I was working in college athletics. So you're talking about up at six. Yeah. Coming home at 10. Ten. Um, and so it was different because this is the first time she didn't live in Virginia anymore. Yeah. yeah. And now we're married and there is no one around. It's just yeah. us. And it was one of those commitments was like, I would say that was one of the biggest blessings though, because we knew there was no running back to our parents. Yeah. It was like, you're going to look at me in the eyes and I'm going to look at you mm -hmm. and everything we deal with, we're going to communicate and we're going to work through it. Yeah. And I think that first year for us was probably... When people say it was the, those, that's usually the hardest. It was hard on the circumstance, mm -hmm. but it was probably one of our best years because we continued to grow and learn how we were gonna interact with one another, mm. yeah. and now create that foundation in our marriage to move forward and where we are right now. And what were you doing? What you end up getting Listen, a job at? So it took me about what six months six to months find to a job. Find something. Um, and I don't want to skip over the fact that. Brother was only making about a thousand dollars a month, right? Yeah. And then how much was the rent? About six hundred and two dollars. <laughs> yeah. Six hundred and two dollars, and we had a phone bill, water, you know, all that yeah, stuff. All so I'm like, stuff. what is happening? Peanut like, butter and jelly and ramen noodles was all our that was our favorite. And then when we was getting to fancy. Eat. We went to CC's Pizza. Yeah. Yeah, Come on, on. <laughs> try to put something your purse. Like bring your big purse. Yeah. Oh my gosh. But you would never know it, right? Right. You, it, there's friends now that was like, we never knew it was that hard Struggling. because y'all were y'all was always giving. And y'all was always opening y'all home to us because we were. It was a bunch of graduate assistants all going through that same thing. Same thing. Thanksgiving, everybody was at our house, yep. and we would potluck it or figure a way. Yeah, <laughs> we were we were gonna be generous with, with what we had. Yeah. Um, and I think even in that, those moments, it was our marriage and the fruit of our marriage is a byproduct of our generosity, even to others. And the fact that we were probably the only married out of only our friends. Yeah, we were actually only married. They're only like, married out of our friends. Yeah, this guy is 21, yeah. GA, making $1,000. He married? What? Yeah. <laughs> so it took me about six months, and then I finally found a job um, being an executive assistant at a company. And when that came through, I was like, thank you, God, because... <laughs> We needed it. Yeah. Bad. Yeah. You got that job. You thought you thought y'all was balling in. Yeah. 
I was like, let's not go to CC's. Let's do. Who was the first place? Cheddar's. I said, was it Norman? Yeah. Oh my God. Let's do it. Yeah. And so, did it ever get in those moments? When did it get bad? When did it get moments to where, or were there moments uh, where it was like insecurities taking over, whether it was financial insecurities, mm-hmm. whether it was relational insecurities, where you like, oh, well, who's that girl you looking yep. at? Or he like, well, who's that guy that, that, that now you working with your coworker? Right. Were there any levels of insecurities that began to challenge your relationship? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> and Absolutely. Absolutely. I grew up very the... I would, in high school, I would say I was that that guy that was always in the group of girls. Yeah, yeah. And that was I was their friend. Yep, that was yeah. my that's my that's guy. Me. I can, that's me. I can tell him whatever. Yeah, she was that girl. Oh, she yeah, was that my in high school. Yeah, in high school. So now I'm in this role mm-hmm. where I'm with student athletes. Mm-hmm. Everybody got their leggings. leggings. People are coming up asking questions and growth, and because as a G- GA. I'm that that mediator between coaches and the student athlete. Yeah. But I'm having these girls come and talk to me. Yep. And it's like perception. Yep. It's reality to many people. Yeah. And so when you see that and she was seeing that, well, who's that? Yeah. And I think because we always talk about this, we know, right? Yeah. And we can pick women, up women things. Can pick yes, up things. We can pick up things. And 6 a.m. to 10 p.m. is a long time to be sitting at home wondering, what is my man doing? Like, I'm here just watching Maury or something. I don't know what I'm doing. But I'm like, what is he doing? And then, like, you know, I would go to, like, That's a sporting 16 event. hours. Yeah. You doing 16-hour days? Yeah. Those yeah. days were long. Long. Are you going from Making a thousand dollars a month? Yeah. 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 And then, and then, because then in, the, in that process, there's also school. So there's those days where you're yeah. going to a seven to 10 class. Yep. And then, you know, I go to a sporting event or something. Hey, Carol. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Well, who's that? Hey, Carol. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And so it was a lot of them. Okay. You know, like, how do you know my man? Oh, yeah. She's in my class. I'm like, oh, all right. You know, but it was just a lot of that in front of me that I was just like, dang, like, it caused my mind to just get the best of me sometimes, if I'm yeah. honest. And yeah. like, huh, you know, I guess I just got to trust them. Like at yeah. the end of the day, but it was hard. It was hard because one, they didn't look like me. They weren't shaped like me. Like it was, oh, does he want that? Or, you yeah. know, all those questions just come racing yeah. to your mind. And so it was hard, but. And for me, it was, when you talk about that being married young, mm-hmm. yeah, that's that was the biggest challenge because I'm, I'm learning on the go as a young man and haven't done all this experience of now saying, okay, as a man of God and a husband, there is a love I'm supposed to be showing her. And now I have to create these boundaries. That's the right. word I was trying to get yep. to. And to show that, no, I, I'm protected Mm-hmm. And protecting myself and protecting our union. And how yeah. did you establish those boundaries? Um, for me, it was a lot of times where it was ha- when and where I was talking, mm-hmm. how many, who who was in the room when I'm mm-hmm. talking, um, creating space. We're not by ourselves. Yeah, It's a group of us. Yeah. And we're, we're doing things like that. Um, you don't need my number or any of that right. type of stuff. Um, so it was creating those type of boundaries, making sure that I had people with me on the whole time. The voucher, knock it out. Um, there was even one time I think walking to, I'm walking to my car to leave, but there's a group of girls that behind me, and it's in in the parking garage, yeah. and it looks like 
It's just that perception. Yeah. So just finding moments where you can do that and then reassuring her. There was also a piece where I had to continue to show myself um, approve of reassuring, hey, I'm with you. I want you. And asking her and communicating to her, how do how do you need to be reassured that Good. I am I'm with you and I want only you and that you can trust me. Yeah. Because, you know, trust it trust is earned when it comes to that. And when you see that, it's gonna have to be you're gonna have to stack truths on truths and like continue to make it make it obvious that I am not doing anything. Keep it, keep it going. I am not yeah. doing anything. So there was never any situation where you stepped outside your marriage. No, never. And uh, was there any situation you stepped outside the marriage? No. You're always going to look at the guy. She'd be like, I know. Don't ask me because it's no, about no, six no. times. Yeah. So, so. No, no, no. But <laughs> women, never you did. will never find out. You'd be like, that's, no, that's right. Be like, okay. <laughs> yeah. So the reality was, so y'all had that place of vulnerability and truth to where you mm -hmm. said you didn't try to quote unquote gaslight her and be like, why are you tripping? Why are you insecure? Yeah. It ain't even no big deal. You said, you know what? Let me go ahead and put boundaries up. Yeah. Let me over communicate to my wife and say, hey, listen, how would you like for me to show up? Yeah. Yeah. And you 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 uh, covered her with reassurance saying, I only want you yeah. mm -hmm. because, you know, subconsciously she's comparing herself. Mm -hmm. Oh, here she is. Uh, here's this little 18 year old, this little 19 year old. Yeah. And she's athletic because right. that's the type of mm -hmm. girl, girls you're dealing right. with. Little track stars running around. Right. She's looking like, man, that girl fine. I'm yep. them legs. I know you see that. I know you see yep. that. And you're like, I see it, but I still want only you. Right. That's where I say that we have to operate in a place of uh, not only understanding, but honesty, where it's yep. like, yeah. I, I didn't get married and became blind. Right. I, I still see fine women. Yep. Yes, I do see that. Yeah. But I'm committed to you. Yeah. And people have to be honest about that. But what we end up doing sometimes, like, man, I don't even look at her. I don't yeah. even That's see a lie. her. That's you're a lie. You're lying. Because if I can see her, I know you can see her. <laughs> I mean, let's call it. It is. Like, she has a beautiful I, body. I, like, don't think she, I think the girl's fine. No, you think the girl's fine. If I was you, I'd holler at her. Now, if I'm saying if I was you, I would holler right, at right, you. Right. I know that you would. Right. I'm telling you, just and keep it was, it honest. And it was a progress for me because yeah. in my head, I was like, you're taking away who I am. I am the nice guy. Yeah. And I had to come to that realization. So that reassurance, that creating it. It came after, it was through the steps, 14 yeah. years. It was, yeah. it was steps. It was, it was year a process. Year. That was one of my yeah. biggest struggles, even in my marriage, is, uh, and then my ex-wife told me this one day. She said, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, what would you do if you had an extra hour in your day? Would you take up a new hobby, catch up on some sleep, complete reading the book you've never had time to finish, but always promised that you would? Did you know the best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is by knowing what's important to you and making it a priority? Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. I couldn't have become the person I am today without therapy, to be honest with you. My vulnerability and transparency were cultivated in therapy and it served as a foundation in which the beloved Dear Future Wifey podcast was built. Now, as you know, relationships of all kinds are important to me. Therapy helps with learning positive coping skills, managing expectations of myself and others, and most importantly, establishing healthy boundaries. Oh boy, life is stressful, ain't it? Now, therapy is a safe space to recalibrate and recenter. Now, can I be transparent with you? Since the inception of this podcast, I've always wanted to do this right here for better help. Why? Because so many of you reach out to me seeking referrals for therapy services after each episode. 
my heart has been overwhelmed by the outpouring of you desiring help to show up better in life. And guess what? I believe the world is a better place with better help. It's entirely online, too. Designed to fit your schedule. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Wifey today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Wifey. I don't have to worry about you cheating on me with some random woman. It'll be mm. one of your friends. Mm. And I was like, hey, she know me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I said, she know me because yeah. that's exactly what it was. I'm just not somebody that's going to just sleep with some random person. Right. It was somebody that I had a connection with. Yep. Yeah. And so I was like, and she told me that and I still fail for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, instead of taking that warning before destruction as warning before yeah. destruction. Yeah. And so um, women, y'all know, y'all be looking saying, uh, hey, uh, yep. we can see something. Yep. It may not even be you right now, but I'm looking at her now. You're talking. Yeah, I'm, you're I'm, talking. I'm looking at her. I know you're getting you're talking. offended. I know you're getting offended yeah. by saying yeah, yeah. We, yeah. We like, what you mean? Because you're thinking yeah. I'm saying that you are right. plotting to cheat. No, she's about to ensnare you. And that's and you what it was. Yeah. And that's what it was a lot of times. And I was like, if if you got me because of, of all that that you had going on teach. with the personalities, why do you think? Yeah, why would it stop with me? Like, they're looking for friends. They're looking for an ear, you know? So it's like, it's not you sometimes. Sometimes we can just be, be so naive. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm just I'm, this is my friend. Yeah. Just, 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 my yeah. yeah. oh, like my homegirl. I don't even see her like that. Yeah. You yeah. don't see her like that, but you see she fine. Right. <laughs> Let's start there. Yeah. I mean, she, I, I mean, yeah. I mean, she alright, but no, she fine. Right, that's, right, that's, right. All the dudes on campus think she fine. Right. And you're just gonna say you the only one that Yeah, you only one that No, that's because I'm married. I don't even look at nobody else. It's like, right. It's like it's that's like why I that. say that whoever I marry, I want to also make sure that we are totally transparent with each yes. other. If we see a guy, she's like, okay, he's attractive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because if you can hide those emotions and whatever, yep. it's still coming out. You're gonna talk to your homegirl right. about it. Did you see? Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But you can't tell me that. Yeah. And, and for us to be so secure and solid with each other mm-hmm. enough that, that she'd be like, that's your type right there. And they'd be like, who her? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> right. You, you know me. Like, I, we know each yeah. other. But then to know that, and then now there's no, there's nothing that we can't discuss exactly. with each other. Yeah. Because, um, um, what we hide is what begins to be a hindrance. Yep. And so yep. we like, I swear she comes yeah. back. I'm, yeah. I'm going to talk to her, but I ain't going to be like <laughs> right. that. But I will like to just communicate with her because yep. we yep. cool or whatever. Yep. And then she slides, how you doing? Hey, give me a call. And I'll be yep. like, well, I'll talk to her, yep. but it ain't, it ain't like that. Like, yeah, I love buddy. my wife, but yeah. I ain't finna do that. And then you just open those doors. Yep. Your wife yeah. say, hey, uh, I noticed how that girl looking at you. Oh, I don't even know her like that. You mm-hmm. sitting up there texting you. Yes. What are you talking yes. about? Yeah. Yeah. Just be exactly. real and be like, yes, yeah, she is very attractive. And as a matter of fact, she came up and asked me right. for my phone number. And I said, no, because yeah. I know I'm attracted to her. Yeah. Yeah. And for the wife to not be like, you're attracted to her. And right. be all insecure, she'd be like, exactly. thank you. Yeah. That's what it Thank is. Thank you for being yeah. honest. That's and in, in that honesty, safety. Yeah. Yes. Safety is because yeah. she says, yes. even when it hurts to tell yep. me the truth, yep. he mm-hmm. tells me the truth. Yep. And I yep. find safety in that. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then she has to go back, and even him, he may have to go back to check his own insecurity and say, now, do I really want my wife to tell me the truth about this attraction that she has for her coworker? And then she's saying that, but I'm setting up boundaries because I'm attracted to this person. Yep. And, and do I want that truth or do I want her not to tell me at all? You know right, what I'm saying? Right. It's like it's like that stupid song that came out uh, um, years ago that says, 
Uh, I don't want to know if you're che- if you're playing me. Keep it on the oh, low because yeah, yeah. my heart can't take, take it, it anymore. anymore. Like you do, you just right. want to be cheated You just want that's, that's right. what you I want. don't want to know. Who <laughs> yeah. was that? Was that Mario? Who oh, seen that? Marcus Houston. No. Mario. What? Google that. <laughs> it was that. I know a song you're talking about. I don't want to know mm-hmm. if you're playing me. Keep it on the that was, low. That's a yeah. older. Yeah, yeah, that's a older. I think jam. that was Mario. <laughs> Goofy <laughs> stuff. No, this is Mario. This is way back in the day. Mario. Yeah, that's yeah. Mario. So I was like, when my son came out, I said, that's not my testimony. Right. That's me. <laughs> Nor do I want it to be. I want to know. I want to know. know. Right. So that's the reality. So that's so cool that y'all created that and gave each other enough grace to yeah. walk through those processes. Marriage yeah. is not some quick fix that mm-hmm. we just, we get married and we're going to do everything right, right to give each other grace right. to weather right. through this storm. Yeah. And so um, what was the one of the, Biggest challenges that y'all had to overcome in y'all's marriage. Y'all been married Ooh. for how many years? 14, 14 years of marriage. Mm-hmm. What was the biggest challenge that y'all had to overcome? Gosh. Our infertility probably is our biggest, biggest challenge. Y'all dealt with infertility issues for how yeah. long? 11, 11 years. Yeah. 11 years. 11 mm-hmm. years. Who was the part? Was it was it you or the infertility? We always assume it's the woman, but right. sometimes a guy may right. be dealing with impotency issues or whatnot. Yeah. So I want to be I, I open. And who was dealing with the infertility issues? It was more so me. Mm-hmm. Um, I got diagnosed with PCOS when I was, what was that, 2016? Mm-hmm. I think 2016. Um, and so when I had that doctor's appointment, they were like, they finally figured out what it was. And they were like, yeah, um, I'm not saying it's impossible, but it's going to be very difficult to conceive um, because your hormones just aren't telling your body to do certain things. And so I told Kadir, I was like, well, they said it's PCOS. Um, it's going to be hard. Um, but in that moment, I didn't care what the doctor said because my relationship with God was like, we've had dreams. We've had prophecies about our daughter. And I knew what God had told me. I knew what I've dreamt. I've known, I know what people said. And I said, okay, well, that's your diagnosis. That's fine. I'm going to do what I have to do um, as far as if there's medication or anything like that. But I'm still trusting God at the end of the day. Yeah. And so that was 2016. Um, what kind of medication they put you on? It was, we started off with like an oral um, contraceptive um, to try to get my hormones aligned and all of that stuff. Um, and so well, for people explain what PCOS is. Yes. So it's, um, polycystic ovarian, uh, syndrome. Syndrome. Thank you. Um, and so what that does is it messes with your hormones. Um, some people can like lose hair or you can uh, gain weight or, you know, it's just, everything's out of whack pretty Mm -hmm. much in your body. Um, and so like, it's not telling my body to have a cycle or it's not telling my body to, you know, ovulate and things like that. Um, so I had to break that to him. And at that point, like I was low key, like devastated. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like I was like, okay, but get over the devastation. And now what, what does God say? Yeah. And um, prior and to I, that though, like what you said, but 2015, we already had a miscarriage. Yeah. So we had been trying and I'm sorry to hear that. that, that yeah. Um, We had been trying already. And like yeah. we, you were on, treatments prior to that mm-hmm. and we got pregnant and then we miscarried because I yeah. remember being at work yeah. and she's like calling me and I'm like oh no like and I'm like running out of my like I'm in our, our athletic building I'm running out of the building just yeah. to meet her just to hug her um, yeah. 
And so that was the moment was like, okay, what's next? And then when she went to the doctor, yeah. that's now they explain, okay, this is where we're at. And I think that part was so hard because it was like our first, like at that point we had been wanting, like trying to get pregnant for, do the math, I don't know. It's six years. Six years. Mm-hmm. And so we were early on, but we knew we were making a trip to Virginia. So we were like, well, while we're here, we might as well tell our family, right? So we surprised them and told them all that stuff. We flew back and got back to Oklahoma. And that's when um, I went to the doctor and they did an ultrasound. And she was like, okay, I'm going to go get the doctor. And I knew at that point, like, you know, normally the ultrasound tech can tell me what's going on. And so then that's when they broke it to me and I went to Kadero's job and he came out and we just had a cry session outside and just, it was a rough day. Like I remember that day. Um, And then I just went home and passed the baby and um, was in the bed for probably like three days, three, four Mm -hmm. days, just in a dark place uh, because we had wanted it at that time for so long. And so then we had some more treatments in between and then we decided we wanted to get more serious when we moved to Illinois. And at that point we found out that IVF was like 90% taken care of by insurance. So we're like, yeah. Oh snap, it's time to get busy. Like, yeah. you know, cause this is coming at a discounted yeah, rate. You're talking about IVF that cost some people twenty five, thirty thousand dollars yeah. And like, it was like insurance is taking care of a lot of it. And yeah. we were like, okay. This, is this must be the time. This guy, right? this must be the time because yeah. I had just literally transitioned to this job after getting laid off um, yeah. from my job in Wisconsin. So now we're here, and it was like, okay, we want to start a family. I'm, we're good. Oh, so I've been moving around. We moved around. Yeah. So we went from Virginia, Oklahoma, back to Virginia, back to, to back to Oklahoma, <laughs> South Dakota, Wisconsin, Illinois. What? And yeah. now we're in Oklahoma. Job chasing, just in the in that athletic world. Of yeah. You. you Chasing next job. So what jobs were you working? So I was a I was a director of football operations. So I worked for the football programs. In that time, I was also working like for the athletic department doing like event management for all sports. Um, so each one I was going to just either coaches there or I'm just trying to elevate my own status for money and things like that. So yeah. it's interesting. And we'll get to that part. Yeah. Of interesting. I'm chasing my dream, chasing the money, chasing these titles. Yeah. Um in this whole process. Yeah. Yeah. So then yeah, I want to come back to that. Yeah. <laughs> so then finally 2019 or 2018 and the 2018 and the 2018 going to 2019. Yeah. yeah. We started IVF treatments and we were successfully pregnant the first time around. Um, and then no, we, nothing happened. We didn't even, it didn't even take oh, the first it didn't time even around. Take the first time yeah. around. That's so right. So IVF right. is just wild because you have to be on like a set schedule. I'm giving her like these shots. Like I'm doing it myself yeah. in her thighs or stomach. Just do you go different areas? Does it hurt? Um, initially, but then I think I just got used, used to it. To it. You I put an ice what, pack. Every day? Every day. Yeah. Every day. And it had to be at a certain, certain time. time. I remember. And I usually. And it was like maybe three to four shots. Yeah. Three to four shots a, each night. Mm-hmm. So I would Hold just, on, three or four shots. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. yeah, so I would put an ice pack on and then it was like the you, a whole concoction. Yeah, it's a numb yeah. it. Whole concoction mixing up stuff. And then it was like, I think three shots That's per three. night. Yeah. 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 And that was. God, no, yeah. for how long? That was probably like, it was like a three week process. Yeah. Two, three week process. Two, three weeks. The details then, are all fuzzy. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you got to go in, take the shots. 
um, that creates her to release the eggs and then they go in and grab the eggs. Yeah. Um, so within there, this actually, there's like procedures that go yeah. in where they actually got to go in, take the eggs, see which ones have embryos, like. Then he has to do his part. Then they put it together. Then I have to go back and then they have to What's your part? put it inside. Uh, What's your part? I'll just process? provide a sperm sample. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Just provide a sperm sample. Then they, then put, they create put, the, the embryo and implant it. And you it. said it didn't take. And it didn't take. Didn't take the first time. The embryos. First then you got to start again. And yeah, start, start again. again. So now restarting more shots. Like, yeah. Um, and that one. And that one, they asked us if we wanted to put two embryos in just yes. in case one didn't take. Um, so we thought about the possibility of twins if they both did take. We we're like, well, that's fine. You know, at this point, we just yeah. want kids. Um, and so one of them actually took the second time and we got pregnant and then we miscarried that one. Miscarried in six weeks. Yeah. Yep. So they they put it back into you mm -hmm. and then they put it back into you as soon as what? Uh, so I'm trying to think. They put it back. It was probably like within a week and a half. Yeah, I think it's quick. Once it once they, they take, take, yeah, and it creates the embryo. They, they then put and they it right look back at the embryos uterus, and yeah. then they pick out certain ones and. Mm -hmm. But and then it, they put it back mm, in the uterus. Hold on, I'll come back to that. Sorry, I just no. Well, I'm just thinking it's it's interesting to know like they pick the embryos the whole time. God wanted to pick the embryo. For no, us. don't you start preaching now. <laughs> now, I hope what you're not going to do. Cause I told you, don't. I'm trying to be nice. okay because I know the end of the story. Yeah. So, so take me slowly. Yeah, yeah. Take me by my hand. But yeah. I think it's just for us. I think what's so tough is like in that process, especially after the the second miscarriage. It was one of those things for me as a husband. It was like I can't do anything. Facts. Yeah. There's nothing else I can do, and then I know she's hurting. And it was like even normal normal nights were were not the same. Like we were going to a basketball game and we literally had to bring, we had this chest with full of ice packs. We had to yeah. keep the, the date the, night. Yeah, it was date <laughs> night. We had to keep the, the um, shots cold. cold. Yeah. And so we didn't go to like this family bathroom and like, we like recorded and everything like, here we are doing this. And yeah. I'm in the bathroom setting up. We put the shots in there and then we come, we told, we like tell her, Hey, we'd be right back. Yeah. Um, and by that time, not many people knew. Yeah. Like what we were doing. So it was like, we'll be back, go in there and do that. And then for us, it's like, God, we're trying our hardest. Artist. Yeah. We're doing everything by the book and yet still nothing. Yeah. Um, and so that's probably like around October, November mm -hmm. of 2019. So that was two miscarriages at this mm -hmm. point. <clears throat> so then you had the second miscarriage. And then what year is this? This is about 2019. Yeah, 2019. Mm -hmm. And how many years? Because it was how many years have y'all been trying at this point when it hit the second time of the miscarriage? We had probably been trying. That's probably like, 10 because yeah. pretty much once we got when we got married, we never, never was like, oh, we're not going. Y'all was trying to have yeah. kids at the very beginning. Yeah. yeah. From the beginning. From the yeah. beginning. So then y'all got to a point year 10 that y'all gave up. It was a. It. Oh. I left. I would say I at that point it was just like. This is where we are, and I kind of like hope. Where where do you? What do you feel? How do you feel about? And what did you say, Hope? I'm tired. <laughs> I said I'm tired. My body has gone through a lot within these last. I'd say what ten years. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ten years. Um, especially like with the whole IVF treatment, and at that point, the doctors were kind of like, "Well, we can try again," but I'd encourage you to wait a little bit. Let your body kind of readjust to what's going on. Um, and I said, Kadero. I'm wiping my hands of it. I said, I 
am tired of trying. At that point, I was angry. I was like, God, I'm try- I'm tired of praying, as, yep. as crazy as it sounds. Um, <laughs> and I was kind of like in my Jeffrey voice, I quit. Like, <laughs> you know, I'm like, I'm done. I was like, God, the only way I'm going to get pregnant is if you are part of this. And I can't do, I can't do nothing else about it. And so I remember laying in my bed and I was just crying and I was just like, God, I'm, I'm over it. Like I'm done. And I was like, you, you literally have to do it because yeah. I'm, I can't do anything else. He said, else. I surrender. Yeah. I said and it. looking back now, it was like her surrender was a seed into her her own fertile ground. Yeah. Say that one more time for the people <laughs> in the back. I said at that moment when she surrendered, her surrender was a seed for the fertile ground. Yeah. Because God said, now, now I know now you. Now that your hand is off of it, can I now do my part? Put my hand on it. Yeah. And so what we expect is, oh, within a few months, we got pregnant. And that wasn't the case. Yeah, you think about IVF and it's like, oh, it's just it seems easy. It like seems easy. they do it and boom, <laughs> you're pregnant. That was not that our wasn't story. our case. And then even after we surrendered to God, it wasn't like, oh, we got this miracle of a couple of months later, we here. Yeah. No. That was twenty nineteen. Yeah. We didn't and so twenty 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 hits. Twenty twenty pandemic hits. Pandemic yeah. hits. And that's when y'all started doing these videos. And that's yeah. when we started doing this video. We needed something. At that point, Cadero had came and was working at home. Um, and like we said, like we were kind of tired of staring at each other. And at that point, mentally, I was in this place of still darkness because we had just freshly come off the failed IVF attempt. And I was like, we, we need to do something. I need mm-hmm. to get my mind off of it. Like we need to do something, um, to pass time and to kind of embrace the season that we're in. Yeah. So that's when we started looking at TikTok and Seeing like funny things like, okay, let's let's try to do this and see, yeah. you know, what happened. Never underestimate the power of yeah. laughter. Yeah. <laughs> it is truly a, a a source of a resource of healing. The Bible says uh, laughter do it the heart good yeah. is medicine. And it's like while people were laughing at us, I was starting to get my laugh back, even in that moment of it's hard right now, but mm-hmm. I know I'm helping other people, but just as much it was helping me in the mm-hmm. same yeah. And what happened? So we go Y'all through. Y'all still goosing. We yes. <laughs> Y'all still out here goosing. Still out there. We go through the whole year 2020. Yeah. We get into 2021. And that moment of 2021, I felt like it was time for me to come off, come out of athletics. It was this weirdness of what COVID did was like, I'm home. I'm with my wife. We're doing this. There's these brand deals. That, there's a different. Yeah. There's something different out there. And it's now putting me closer to my family. And it was like, I'm no longer chasing this dream and this money, but I'm spending time with my wife. And it was like, I had to come to this realization is maybe it's time, but it was hard because I found my identity in that. And that was my work from the time I graduated college to at that point in 2021, all I knew was college athletics but I decided, hey, I'm I'm gonna step away. Um, and it was easy because at that moment, uh, the guy I was working for had just left, and he reached out to me, hey, could there, I I know we had had a conversation about you wanting to kind of maybe step away. Mm-hmm. Hey, I got a, somebody that's re- looking for somebody to do some remote work, and I was like, well, let them know I, I'm interested. Mm-hmm. Um, and so 
It was May 23rd, 2021. And in that time frame, we also was like, okay, um, we're in Chicago. I'm working remotely. We might as well just set up roots here. Yeah. So we 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 brought up we brought a little condo in Chicago. Yep. Um, we're watching I get the job for the remote work. And now we're watching Transformation Church and it's their flood Sunday. Yeah. And it was like, hey, let's just we in our new place, let's let's baptize, baptize each, each other. other. He was like, and so we ended in the tub, we baptize each other while the service is going on. Yeah. And at the good old at the church, we take a nap. nap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Take a nap. Gotta do, yep. gotta do that. And then she um she wakes me up and she I was like, What's up? She's like, I just wanna kiss the father of my child. Yeah. I was like, what? I was like, let me see, let me see. So I wanted to yeah. see the pregnancy test. And it's this faint little line. And that's just so crazy. It's, it's real faint. Yeah. But that's positive. Yeah. And that's all I needed to see. And and I think for me, it was like going back just a little bit. For me, like I knew like I didn't feel my best because I was always sleeping. And Kendra was like, what's wrong with you? I mean, he was the <laughs> nap police. Like I was like, I just want to sleep. I don't know. Um, and he was like, well, maybe you should take a pregnancy test and I was like I don't want to because at that point I think a thousand pregnancy tests easy I probably have taken over the course of those 14 years and I was like I don't want to see another disappointed you know test and and all of that stuff but then I was reflecting and I was like well the symptoms is kind of lining up so then we took the test and I told him and it was like, he was like, well, take another one and take another one. And yeah. so it was like the lines just kept getting darker and darker and darker. But the beauty of it all was at that point we had um, just kind of, we were kind of new. So I hadn't established like a doctor yet. So I went to the fertility clinic and I said, this is going to sound crazy, but I was in here a while ago trying to get treatment, but I naturally conceived and want to confirm to see if there's a baby. And so we went there. They said the baby looks absolutely beautiful. It looks like a very healthy pregnancy. But just the thought of that was a place I cried to on my way and on my way back. There was worship songs playing on the way there, on the way back. And now for God to have the moment for me to now go there to confirm a pregnancy, I was like, this is the drive that I've been wanting to take for the longest time. So it was just the beauty and like, God, you're so good because it's it just, it touched me in a way that I was like, I'm not leaving this place with disappointing news. Like I'm mm -hmm. leaving here at that point, six weeks pregnant. And then we went back uh, two weeks later and everything looked great. And she will be two in January. Two in January. Oh, so yeah. Yeah. What's her name? Novi. Novi Rain. Novi Rain. Yeah. Where'd the name come from? It's funny. <laughs> it's actually an actress name, Novi. Um, and oh, I Novi looked, from uh from uh, sisters. Yeah. Yeah. And I was mm -hmm. like, oh, that's a cute name. Novi's really cute. And we looked up the definition of Novi, and it means new. And then Kadero came up with Rain. Mm -hmm. And R A I N E. How's it spelled? Mm -hmm. R A I N E. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it was a definition of queen. So yeah. I was like, Our new queen. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. I'm trying to keep myself together. I try every every time and I get choked up like just thinking about it. Cause you said at the beginning, you said it's interesting because how the doctors 
they'll try to find the perfect embryo yep. to attach to this. And they're using all their medical science and their knowledge yep. and wit. And I believe that there is a place for science. Yep. But there's also a greater place for the great physician. Mm -hmm. And the great physician says, listen, I understand y'all tried that, but I'm just going to show y'all that I am God. Yep. Mm -hmm. I am omnipotent, which means all powerful. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's, it's amazing how when you least expected it, mm -hmm. when y'all embrace the purpose of your marriage, when mm -hmm. you decided to say, hey, let's go ahead and share a little laughter with the world. Right. And God gave you your laughter back. Yep. Mm -hmm. God gave you beauty for ashes. Mm -hmm. And then God gave you a bonus and said, it's delayed, but yeah. not denied. Yeah. yeah. And yep. I'm going to go ahead and give you your heart's desires. Yeah. And then y'all name her the new, new queen. queen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's so interesting, too. And I, we always talk about this. God gave us our answered prayer after he gave us the platform. And we have to always take the look at it is never ever about us. Never it is about always us. about God. So if God, you want to build this platform and now hundreds of thousands of people are now being inspired, our message would not have been the same. What if we had gotten pregnant 10 years ago or, mm -hmm. yeah. you know, it's just, we have to always trust his order and his timing. And I think we now attach that to everything we do. Yes. It's always God's timing. It's not ours because at the end of the day, like you said, he knows all. Mm -hmm. So yeah, he's he's amazing like that. Oh boy, hell don't so warm me out. I just feel like I just had a whole worship moment. It's like, like, like in moments like this, I'll get to, I'll start singing and worshiping mm -hmm. God, and I'll be on the flow. But yeah. I'm, a, I'm, 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 a, I'm gonna hold my. I'm telling you, I'm gonna hold my mule. Hold like, my see, mule. Hold my <laughs> I'm like Jesus, because that yeah. this I love it when I see the hand of God at work. Yeah, and like you said. He created a platform so all those people can hear that story. Yes. He created this platform for me so that y'all can share y'all story yep. on it. Yep. Because God wants to be glorified yeah. to the masses. Yeah. In a place where we people have gone or grown cynical towards God. Mm -hmm. And I'm talking about believers in Christ mm -hmm. who say, mm -hmm. man, God, I mean, it's cool. You know, my mom yeah. raised me in church. I believe all that. But then you don't really believe all right. that. Mm -hmm. Right. You believe all that, but right. they don't believe all that. Yeah. You, right. you, don't, you don't believe that God still can right. and that God still will. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. even people are right now listening to your story mm -hmm. and they're going, you know what? I believe God did that for him, for them, but I don't believe he'll do the same for me. I want you to know right now that the same God, he's the same guy yesterday, today, yeah. and forever. He's the same God of, of Isaac, Jacob. He's the same God. Mm -hmm. And the same God is still a miracle worker in your life. That same God that blessed them with the, the gift of life, the gift of, 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 of an offspring, the gift of legacy. It's the same God that can do whatever it is that you need in the name of Jesus. But the Bible says, I pray that your faith fails not. That's that moment. And not saying that it, it uh, like they said, that their story, through their story, it didn't waver. Because you're going you're gonna to waver when you get hit and you get in the uppercuts and take bruises or whatever. But they still didn't let go of God's unchanging hand. You can be mad at your spouse, but just don't let go of their unchanging hand. You can go through uh, struggles and disappointments, but don't let go of their unchanging hand. I found so much encouragement from what y'all said. Uh, after we turn off these cameras, I'm going to tell you another way that that story is applicable to uh, my own life. Uh, but um, 
I want y'all to just look at that camera over there. That's your <laughs> camera. And I want you to say whatever that's on your heart, mm -hmm. both y'all one at a time, share whatever's on your heart to people. Um, I will say this. Um, gratitude is so important. Um, God is a jealous guy, but there is something about the gratitude that we can show him each and every day. Um, waking up and knowing that we have breath in our lungs and that in that moment we can just be thankful for what we have. Um, so hope again, believe again, uh, and for whatever it is that you want. And I think in that, have the gratitude to God that he can do it. He can do it. And I think for us, it was the, um, the miracle of our child, but I know that Everybody may not want kids. So just to apply the same thing to whatever it is that you're wanting and desiring and know like if it's a job or if it's like a spouse or anything like that, just trust God's timing and um, be led by him. And so often we can get in our own way because of what we want and how we think it should go. But if you totally surrender the way that we did in any situation, just let God be God and he'll he'll show off because he's like that. <laughs> Listen, how can they connect with y'all? Yeah. yeah. What's, what's y'all's Instagram and yeah, TikTok? Yeah, Instagram and TikTok. All our social media platform is Everyday with HK. You can also visit our uh, website, everydaywithhk.com. Yep. Listen, man. The other part that, um, that happened with y'all is y'all relocated back to Oklahoma <laughs> to be a part of Transformation Church, just to be oh, parishioners, man. just to attend yeah, the church. And like y'all staff and nothing. What right. led y'all to go and, and do that? <laughs> so crazy because with that one, it was it was simple. I, we now work, everybody was home working. Yeah. Um, and it was like, I just put it out there. Like I had this feeling like, yo, we, we I moved for jobs. Yep. Let's move for God yep. and what he has for us. Yep. And I felt like we've been watching Transformation since it was 2018 online, let's let's now be there because it's different. Yeah. Online and being in person, it's different and not neglecting that community. Um, and so I asked her and I first was like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> I said, we've done Oklahoma before done Oklahoma. the tornadoes. I said, I'm not with it. So my answer is no. <laughs> but then God came to me in three dreams and the last, the very last dream, he said, you know, you have to move to Tulsa. And I was at the changing table with our daughter in the dream. And I was like, no, you know, I don't think that's God speaking. And, he, and, and <laughs> it was, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he was like, you have to move. And he was like, in this season, it's right now, it's going to be for you, the two of you. But Kadero needs to be there. And we're still in the present of we don't know how it's working out, but we know that the both of us are supposed to be in Tulsa. So when God said that, I was like, Lord, now I got to tell Kadero that God spoke to me in a dream. Because if I didn't, we would probably still be in mm -hmm. Chicago. But it's like, he just, he knows all. And so yeah. we had to be obedient. And I think our thing was always, we'd rather see what's on the side of obedience than what's on the side of disobedience. And so we were like, well, we got to just, we heard from him. So yeah. we got to do it. And it's so funny because... Our best time spiritually has okay. always been in Oklahoma. Yep. And as our in our marriage, we've moved seven times. Yep. The first time was to Oklahoma. The third time was to Oklahoma. And now the seventh time yeah. was to Oklahoma. Don't start preaching. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so those numbers, numbers were one, three, three and, and seven. seven. Yeah. And we're in Oklahoma. 
and those have always been the times we were at our best spiritually. And yes. when you're at your best spiritually, yeah. you're usually your best in life. It's have like y'all a gotten a chance circle. to meet uh, Pastor Mike? We have. We have. Yeah. We have. Did, did y'all tell him the story? We have not. We, have we not told him seen. one story of when he actually called us during the pandemic when he was releasing relationship goals. Yeah. And he was like on live and he was calling people. He actually called us yeah. and talked to us. We showed him that, but we haven't really shared this, the, our the whole story. story with him. I'm gonna yeah. send him. I'm gonna send him this video. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm text him this video. I'm gonna say this, y'all church members, because <laughs> uh, yeah. it's 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 something there. It's something at that church that y'all are supposed to be a part of. And I'm just mm -hmm. I'm just I, 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 you know I'm, I can see stuff. Y'all y'all finna <laughs> y'all finna be on staff in some type of way. <laughs> I, I already see it. Trust mm -hmm. me. <laughs> Thank y'all so much. Thank you. Thank you. For uh, blessing the Dear Future Wifey podcast family, the lit fam, uh, with this amazing testimony. Now they'll understand the purpose behind the laughter. When mm -hmm. they see this couple that's not just putting on for the ground, right. they go, oh, they've been tested, tried, and true. Yeah. That, that they actually... Love, love each, each other. other, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Actually love That's each other. That's the beauty. They, they like each, each other. other. Yeah. And they like each other. Yeah. And they having fun with each other. Yeah. And yeah. they love the Lord. And they're doing kingdom yeah. work together. You yeah. can have it all. You can have it all. You can have it all. And that's what's so encouraging for me. Uh, I'm going to cry when I get in the car. Um, but Because uh, <laughs> I just feel this heaviness. I just want to yeah. sing. I ain't about to sing. But I, I, release I, I feel, it, bro. I felt it. Now, my voice, my voice hoarse right now. <laughs> I can't be simply singing, but I'm going to get in the car and I'm going to sing like I'm in the shower when I get yeah. in the car. Yep. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but yeah, it's 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 a it's a worship welling up in my mm. spirit. And it's so applicable that this episode is going to drop the day before Thanksgiving. And mm. so um, I just want everybody to stay in a heart posture of thankfulness. Yes. Even when they even when they're not receiving yes. the That's desires it. of their yeah. heart, That's be it. thankful That's that it. you still have a good mind yep. to still desire. Mm -hmm. Yes. And so um thank you. Thank you. Hey, y'all give it up for my homies, Hope and Kadero Watson. Ladarian thrusted suddenly into child protective services in 2015. My nephew, black. A boy. The likelihood of being adopted outside of kinship, slim to none. Armani, 16 years old, black, a boy, with five years in the foster care system before I even knew his name. The likelihood of ever being adopted, yep, you guessed it, slim to none. While Ladarian and Armani were trying to survive and barely thrive in an overpopulated and underfunded foster care system, I was living my own life, doing well professionally. Having been a single father with a daughter who at that point was doing well in college, it was my time to live my life, right? Wrong. I felt unsettled, tireless, agitated. There are just too many of our black children stuck in ambiguity and in the limbo of the foster care system. In 2017, I legally adopted my nephew, Ladarian. Fast forward to 2019, I had no ties to this other young king, but I felt God instructed me to adopt him also, and I obeyed. Starting over with parenting should have been enough, right? Working with various foster care and adoption agencies to help bring awareness to the countless young black kings in the foster care system should have decreased my agitation, right? Joining the board of directors of Advantage Adoption, an organization that helps find permanent adoptive homes for children in foster care, should have led to some type of resolve, right? No. 
Not at all. None of it felt like I had done enough. I now realize that every one of those experiences was laying the fundamental foundation for my life's mission, Kingdom Royale. Kingdom Royale will be a luxury, state-of-the-art home for foster boys. Our first location will be in the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex. We will utilize the whole person approach that instills identity, empowers them to advocate for themselves, and enlightens them regarding new perspectives and limitless options that they thought were impossible. Though the young kings will attend the local public schools that are in proximity to Kingdom Royale, our at-home curriculum will broaden their worldview through participating in the arts, attending various cultural events, learning about and engaging in multifaceted discussions about current events and even relevant historical contexts, introducing them to gardening and landscaping and even caring for our animals on our farm and on-site stables. We just launched our startup capital campaign with the goal of raising $2.8 million. Now, why $2.8 million? Well, in 2017, I created a web series in which I performed random acts of kindness for targeting the homeless community. One of the most notable successes was that one of the videos went viral, garnering 28 million views. However, one of my biggest regrets is that I didn't raise a single dollar to help in implementing a more sustainable plan for the homeless community. So throughout the years, with much remorse, I reflected on not maximizing that moment. I knew if at that time, just 10% of the viewers donated $1, we would have raised at least $2.8 million that could have really established long-term support for the homeless community, or at least started a long-term initiative to do so. This is my do-over. This is our new beginning. Together, we can attack this at the root by specifically helping our homeless black boys who are already disproportionately represented in the American foster care system. I'm LaTerris R. Whitfield. I've been nominated for three regional Emmys documenting my work with the homeless as well as my personal adoption journey. Despite those accolades, the greatest award for me is truly providing the infrastructure for a transformed life. Visit KingdomRoyale.com for more details. Crown a king and make a donation today. You know what? I always believe that behind laughter is a lot of pain. And so what I admire about what I admire about this couple is their ability to laugh and the midst of pain to allow their laughter to be a soundtrack for other people to laugh and get over their pain or issues that they may be going through. So um, shout out to y'all. Shout out to y'all, uh, the Watsons, for just keeping it real. Appreciate y'all so much. Well, here's my favorite part of the podcast where I speak to my future wifey. Dear future wifey, let's laugh. Let's laugh a lot. Let's challenge each other to greatness and then laugh again. Let's support each other to accomplish our heart's desire. Let's laugh some more. Let's not take life too seriously. Let our laughter be the source of healing to overcome minor disagreements. Laughter doeth the heart good as medicine. That's biblical. If the laughter that underscores our home ceases, our love 
is on life support. Let laughter resuscitate us. Let laughter resuscitate our love. Your future hubby. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Dear Future Wifey podcast. Remember, be lit, live intentionally and transparently, and don't stop loving. Make sure to subscribe to our Dear Future Wifey YouTube channel. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. We welcome your support. Simply share our podcast with your friends and family.